Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're answering your start sit questions as we begin to kind of build our week seven rankings. We don't really have them. I don't have mine finalized at all. I'm just kind of putting them together here as we go. But we like to do that on every Wednesday show. Just answer your start sit questions and try to figure out how we feel about players for this upcoming weekend. But before we do that, make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or you can go on Instagram, follow us at Fantasy Football Profit. That's typically where we will post our weekly mailbag um, post so you can get most of your questions in there. That's the best place to do it. And you can also go to our website, FantasyFootballProfit.com, which we have all of our rankings every week. You can get our one through 80 at each position kind of a thing. So you can see what we have going there. And they'll change throughout the week as injuries, you know, come up and, you know, everything will change from this episode for sure. So it's time for some questions here. And I think we're all over the Lions loss now, right? We're good now. For some people, I mean. I've, I've accepted. We're good. It's a Lions. I mean, we're used to this crap. I mean. I've, no, all good. So I'm good from that. No big deal. I have Lions have won one playoff game in my life, so it's we're used to it as Lions fans, so it's all good. But so we got some start sick questions. I'm gonna start it off here. We got Steve D. He has a couple questions for us. So we're looking for some starters for this week. His first question, let me see here. Oh, I'm losing it. Where'd it go? Wide receiver, gotta pick one. Terry McLaurin, Tyrell Williams. Who are you going with? Um, do you know who they're playing off the top of your head? I can find that out for you. Tyrell Williams is playing at Green Bay. Terry McLaurin is playing against San Francisco at home. Mm. Oh, that's, that does not help me. I would usually go McLaurin, but San Fran has been really impressive. Uh, will that stop him from what he's been able to do? Uh, to say he's been impressive is an understatement. I, I think he's in the top 10 of wide receivers. He, um, does he have almost all but one game he scored a touchdown? I think so. He's just been he's been solid. He's just been very solid. He's uh, You know, I think with um with Case Keenum, I actually feel comfortable with him. Case Keenum, I think, is just solid enough as a quarterback. Would, actually, I would be a little more worried if Dwayne Haskins was a quarterback because I, I don't know what Haskins is going to do. So with Case Keenum, I think he's going to get some more. I'm going to go. I'm going to go McLaurin. I'm just a big Terry McLaurin fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go the same. Um, San Fran is very, very good. But at the same time, I, I go with the talent here. Tyrell Williams is fine. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, but, I'm just not the biggest Tyrell Williams guy. I don't know. It's just not something I lean towards. So I, I really like Terry McLaurin. I'm going to go there. Yeah. He's clearly the number one target. I mean, Williams is the number one receiver on Oakland. But McLaurin just, I don't know, he has more to him. Uh, one more question from Steve. Pick, pick two running backs here. So we got Tevin Coleman is the first option. Mm-hmm. Austin Eckler is the second option. Carry on Johnson is the third option. This is pretty easy for me. I'm going to carry on at Devin Coleman. I don't even, honestly, it's not even a question. I, Eckler's fine, but I, I really do like Ter- Tevin Coleman. He's playing against Washington. Carry on Johnson's Minnesota. That's a tougher one, but carry on Johnson's automatic for me, even with the matchup. So it's carry on against home against Minnesota, Tevin Coleman on the road against the Redskins, Eckler's on the road against Tennessee. Yeah, and Tennessee's tough, not to mention if you look at the attempts that – I mean, you know, he's been chopped in half because Gordon came back. So 
Eckler is very difficult because he's only two games, you know, off of being a top three running back. But hey, uh, you've seen what happened in the past two weeks. I mean, 7.3 and then 2.8. I don't know what happened. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you. Uh, It's a sad state of affairs, but Eckler hasn't been uh, that impressive the last two weeks, and I don't have a good feeling that he's going to be able to figure it out. Yeah, I mean, Melvin Gordon, I just feel, is going to, as he gets more into it, it's just going to take more of the work away. You know, it's just he's going to get more and more, um, I don't know, active and better. He said a couple bad weeks, but he'll be better and he'll be the main guy. So here we go. We have a, a flex question, PPR. Let's see what, we, what we're thinking here. Flex PPR. Got to start two players. Philip Lindsay going against Kansas City. You got Tyler Boyd against Jacksonville. You got Tevin Coleman again at Washington. And you got John Brown versus Miami. I'll just say John Brown's not going to be in there for me. You got Philip Lindsay. That's a good matchup with Kansas City, honestly. How many? Two? You got two. So Philip Lindsay is in a very good matchup. Yeah. Philip Lindsay was, for me, the, the one I heard, and I was like, him for sure. Yep. The way he's been playing, the matchup. And standard scoring, I would go Lindsay Coleman, but this is PPR. So Boyd has to be. You know, it's funny with Boyd. He's coming off a poor week, but two weeks ago he was great. What Boyd are we getting? I really like Tevin Coleman against Washington. Yeah, I would, I would go Tevin Coleman. I think as well. so too. I, I it, PPR makes me pause slightly to go the receiver route, but I think I'm going Lindsey and Coleman here. Um, yeah, Boyd. I mean, just doesn't have a good matchup. And well, no Jalen Ramsey for sure. I mean, that's a positive for him, and really. <laughs> Uh, but still, something about it. I, I'm really liking what I've seen from San Francisco in general. Tevin Coleman's looked pretty good. I just I like just like everything about it right now with San Francisco. So to me, it's relatively easy. I, I feel safer. I'll say I feel safe putting Tevin Coleman in there and knowing I'm going to get you know decent amount of points. I don't know exactly what that's going to be, but Coleman's been been good here. So all right, here we go. Got a question here from Clark. He says, is Mark Walton a decent start for a deep league McCaffrey owner? So he doesn't have McCaffrey this week. It's a deeper league. You got Mark Walton. His butt, here we go. Other options. It says other options are Murray, which is going to probably be what Latavius Murray here. I would assume. So Mark Walton, who did a little bit um, last week for the Dolphins. He actually, like, he actually got the start, but that didn't translate to more touches than Kenyon Drake. He got a decent amount of touches. And then you got Latavius Murray, though, going against Chicago. That's where you kind of hesitate. But Mark Walton's on the road against Buffalo. I'll go Latavius Murray. Walton hasn't done enough. I mean, he doesn't really, really done much. I don't like either option very well. Honestly, I'm not the biggest fan of this. It Being a deep league, I wonder what else is out there. And if there's some, just something else that could be an interesting matchup for the week. There's, but there's not a lot. I know the feeling. I've been scouring the waiver wire, looking for stuff. This is a rough bye week for me in some leagues. There's just nothing there. Like, what do you do? So I'd go Latavius Murray. I would too. I would lean that way. Neither of them have a good matchup. Latavius Murray, you know he's going to get a few carries. He's gotten, you know, a few more the past two weeks. Um, he, You know, he made himself worthwhile last week against Jacksonville at Jacksonville. So I would try to ride that train. Yep. All right. Another flex question here. We got 
Robert Woods or Hunter Henry. So Robert Woods playing at Atlanta. That should be really good for him. That there's I mean that's been a great matchup. And then um Hunter Henry's playing at Tennessee. So with that, Hunter Henry looked great coming back. I was gonna say that's a that is a very and tough question. It is because Robert Woods, it should be this should be no brainer. You go with the receiver in the great matchup, but the Rams receivers have kind of I mean, you don't 100 percent know who's gonna be good. Cooper Cup, for the most part, has been good. He wasn't last week. No one was good for the Rams last week. The offense is just not the same right now. I think, I honestly feel like the NFL has figured out Sean McVay. And it's not just that, but their offensive line isn't as good. That I mean, they lost Roger Saffold from last year. That is actually hurting them, I think, quite a bit. And they're just not as good. They're just not as good. Something about it. I mean, Hunter Henry was so good last week. I still think I'd go Robert Woods. <laughs> I'm actually I'm I'm gonna chase the dragon. I would go Hunter Henry. Hunter, yeah, but I could be completely wrong here. I'm not expecting him to do what he did last week, right? But I do think that there is a very good chance that Hunter Henry could equal out Woods, if nothing more. And I think that he has a better chance of scoring one touchdown than Woods does. So I would. That's okay. why I, I, I know Hunter that, Henry. That definitely makes sense. It's just I love that matchup so much, and I'm not even. Um, let me see here. I I'm looking at like expert or the consens- consensus right now. Robert Woods, I can tell everyone loves this matchup. Robert Woods is up at 13 right now, so he's a pretty good rank. But Whew. I know it's up there. That feels, that feels high. Does it? Does it? It does slightly, just because he's so up and down. You don't. I mean, really, hasn't the ups haven't been there as much this year though either, have they? They're no, just, no. I mean, no, n- not at all. I mean, especially when Cooper Cup came back. Well, let me look. Are we just I chasing mean, Robert Woods? Are we just chasing what we thought? Or so what, what he, other people thought he could be? I would say this. Me and you, not so much. No. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I'll give us props. Here's there. the thing. Last year, he was phenomenal, right? And that is still factoring into how people think of him. But he has scored one touchdown this year, and it was rushing. He hasn't caught a touchdown wow, yet. So he. F- That's right. And Don't, why yeah, do you have to bring he, that up? He beat me with he a did rushing have, touchdown. He had he had <laughs> a couple of good games. He had yeah. one big game, thirteen catches for 164 yards. Yeah, yeah. But other than that. Anything that he has done, and I'm talking standard as well, but even with that, I mean, he had eight catches for week one, 13 for week four, which is an anomaly. And then other than that, it was two, three, and five, which I think Hunter Henry can easily equal that stuff. And just looking from this, I know that this is not apples to apples because we have a very small sample size with Hunter Henry, but I have to believe that Hunter Henry has a better chance of scoring or catching a touchdown. So... I stick by it even after looking at his numbers. I know that he's a good player, but uh, it feels like a with Atlanta, which can't stop anyone. I do, I do get it. I get the, and if it was anyone else, but Hunter Henry looked so good. He looked healthy, and let's be honest, Chargers are are struggling. They're looking for other guys who can who can do what he can do. So, yeah, I stick with Hunter Henry, but I get the I get the pull. Oh, so another question here, actually, from Steve D, who we started off the the podcast from. He has a couple more questions I found out here. This is Hunter Henry again, so I want to see what you think here. I think it's pretty clear cut. Hunter Henry, Darren Waller. Hunter Henry, come on. Yeah, Hunter Henry. <laughs> I, I wanted to give Darren Waller has been he's been good, surprisingly but good. Hunter but, Henry's something different. Yeah, and actually, Steve, one more one more from Steve. So we had the early question of sure. McLaurin or Tyrell Williams. Uh, update to that question: He actually has one more potential option he could pick up and play. Will Fuller, does that change for you? 
for Hunter Henry Woods or no, Will this Fuller? Would be, this would be McLaurin, oh. Tyrell Williams, or oh. now Will Fuller's involved with this. So we went Terry McLaurin earlier. Oh, wow. But Will Fuller against Indianapolis, does that yeah. change things? Yeah, you go I go Will, Will Fuller. I, I'm with you. Yeah. I think I go Will Fuller. And I mean, Will Fuller. Will Fuller he, was, yes. Dude, alligator yeah, yeah, arms yeah. away from having two Ma- giant just like in a row. massive games in a row. Yeah. And, and I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, you know, that does not make you feel good about him. But when you're comparing him to two guys that have terrible matchups, um, you know, Will Fuller is on the same page as, you know, Watson. And he Watson is playing very well right now. Will Fuller, five for 44 last week. That could have easily been seven for 80 and two touchdowns. I mean, it was really yeah. that close. The week before that, 14 for 217 yards and three touchdowns. Even before that, you know, he had he never he didn't have bad games. So I don't think you're really giving up too much. Tyrell Williams, I'll say this. Tyrell Williams and McLaurin both have a knack for getting in the end zone, right? So they could beat out Fuller by a little bit just by getting that five-yard touchdown that Tyrell Williams always seems to get. I'd be okay. If I miss out on that, I'm okay. Will Fuller has such a high ceiling that I would take the the shot with him. Yeah, there's such a potential just massive games from him. You just have to play him, right? It's um man, he could <laughs> he's it's just crazy to think. I'm just thinking about that. He doesn't drop those. He gets those like it would have just been massive two weeks in a row. So, all right, we'll see what else we got here. See if we got any more start sit questions. All right, here's this is not really it's not necessarily start sit, but so it's uh, Jace. He's asking us, he's like, what to do with my running back situation? So this is a little different, not necessarily start sit, but he just basically he's listing off his player. So I'm going to, we'll just rank them for him. See okay. what we think. I think it's pretty decent, you know, what you're going to do here. So his running backs, he has four running backs. How would you rank them? Alvin Kamara, number one. I'm just don't you have to see the rest. Okay. Right? Philip Lindsay, Josh Jacobs, Frank Gore. So for me, it's Alvin Kamara is obviously your number one. You're not doing anything with him. You're keeping him there. He's going to be, um, He's, I mean, he's playing. It's tough, you know, against Chicago this week. But. The way you said it, that's how I rank him. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, I don't know. You're not so sure about Lindsey and Josh. Yes. Jacob. Yeah. And for this week, I'll say for this week, I think Josh Jacobs. Man, I don't know. And Lindsey has that great Kansas City match. No, I think you're right. You're right. This week it is Philip Lindsey. Uh, that's how I rank him for the season and yeah. for this week. Green Bay. Um, Green Bay kind of held carry on in check. For the most part, he didn't do very they, well. I mean, they looked fine. Yeah, they have a, a better defense than you realize, and that's why they're yep. able to win. They're you know five and one really. Yep. Yeah. So I'll I'll go Philip Lindsay this week. Kansas City hasn't been able to stop really anybody. And then um, Josh Jacobs, Frank Gore. Yeah, I'm good with that. And then receiver wise, so four receivers. How are you ranking these guys? Keenan Allen, Adam Thielen, Terry McLaurin, Cortland Sutton. Is it in that order, or um, I okay. I'm almost leaning now Adam Thielen over Keenan Allen in a way. Keenan Allen struggled here for a few weeks. And it's not just Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen himself is fine. That Chargers team, something's not right. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And they're on the down <laughs> downswing, and Vikings are going up. I actually agree with you. And for who is – um, no, actually, I agree with you, except I would also switch around McLaurin and Sutton. You like Sutton? Week. You like I Sutton? Do. He's been playing well. He has. And McLaurin has been great as not taking away from him. I just think he has a tough well, matchup. And Sutton has the the yeah he has the, the Kansas City matchup. KC. So 
he's been playing well. People are kind of overlooking him. He hasn't had flashy numbers, but he's been okay. So in, I'll just say, like, consensus ranks right now, early consensus ranks is really early for this week, is actually they put Keenan Allen six. Adam Thielen is eight. Um, let's see here. Cortland Sutton is 18. And Terry McLaurin is 24. Yeah, so pretty close, except I do agree with you that I like Thielen better than Keenan yeah, I I really think that team is just kind of, they figure something out. Kirk Cousins is playing better. Um, just getting getting better. All right, here we go. A question here from Ian. Brandon Cooks or Terry McLaurin? So we got Cooks has the good Atlanta matchup. I think you just go with it then and hope for the big play. Atlanta can't stop anybody. No, they can't. I mean, yeah. Is I mean, is he all good? I don't know. That's the question for he's, me. He's um if he's playing, he's I don't know. He's not quite the whole obviously the offense itself has just not been great. This is, I think, is the game to get them back on yeah. track. And I, I really do like McLaurin. I feel like I'm, I'm, you know, going against him this week. I just really don't like that matchup. And everyone that people are asking about are good players as well. Yep. All right, here we go. A kicker question. How about that? That's a first for the show. Three, three kickers. Who are you going with? <laughs> All right. Yeah, why not? Let's do this. Dan Bailey, Minnesota, going against Detroit. Okay. Mike Nugent from the Patriots going against uh, the Jets or Mason Crosby, who is um, who's Crosby got Oakland. So Crosby, Bailey, Nugent. Hmm. Um, I don't have many. If I had to pick one, I probably just go Mason Crosby. I think I go Mason Crosby. Nugent. I like Nugent. Not to say Nugent himself isn't that great. I always like the New England kicker, but. Um, I don't know. I, I just go. I don't trust Mike Nugent. I have he's my kicker on the team. I have because it's the New England kicker. But I think I'd go Mason Crosby. Yeah, I would go Crosby as well. It's um, I don't know. Something about Nugent makes me feel uneasy. Me too. And it, it, I mean, it's a little harsh because I know that first game the wind was crazy, but watching him miss, I don't know. I I, I just know Patriots too. As soon as they don't feel <laughs> secure in someone. You, you saw it in that game. I know it's mostly wind. It wasn't the fact that they, you know, don't believe in him. But they'll go for it on fourth. They yep. could care less. So I think Crosby is more of a guarantee. All right. So who are we starting here? Devontae Freeman, Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson. Ooh. I'll go Chris Carson. Yeah. Because Baltimore still I'm going with Chris Carson. Oh, he's, yeah, just one. Yeah. He's, he's going. He's been good. In, in our, okay, in order, how would you rank these guys? So Freeman has the Rams matchup. Uh, Jacobs has the Green Bay matchup, like we said, and then uh, Carson has the Baltimore matchup. I go Carson number one. He's he's just been he's been good. He's been really good. So that's between Devontae Freeman and Josh Jacobs. I feel like I trust Freeman. Oh, good. I do too. I thought you were yeah. going to go Jacobs. No, I. I'm Jacobs is fine. I'm not the biggest Jacobs guy, but I think Freeman is. He's looked better. And yeah, he's looked great the past two weeks. I you you start seeing him put to, put it together, and the fact that they're throwing it to him so much more. And you know every game, as long as they're throwing it to him as well, which is a huge one because you know that they're going to have to be in high-scoring games. Yep. So I, I you know, I don't want to just put it on the fact that they can give him the ball, you know, double-digit times because they could fall behind very, very quickly. But if you're throwing him the ball at all, which they had the past two weeks, you know he's going to get a lot of opportunities because they cannot stop anyone. They have to score a lot. I, I'm becoming. I like Freeman from the get-go, but I'm feeling much more confident in him now. Um, he he's a little higher on my boards than I think a lot of other people. So all right, one, one last question we got in here. This is more of a rest of season rank type question, okay. but it's helping out with a fourth receiver. So it's from Johnny. 
he has he's asking us who should be his fourth receiver for the remainder of the season here. And there's some options. You can only have one, he says. Michael Gallup, A.J. Green, Sammy Watkins, John Brown. I don't know how he's all these. I don't know how you have all these guys. What's going on here? So Gallup, Green, Watkins, John Brown, Tyrell Williams, Mike Williams, Christian Kirk. Oh, my. So right now I take away John Brown. You just have to have one? We're just picking one? This will be his fourth receiver here. So you take away John Brown. You take away Tyrell Williams, right? Right. Mike Williams, too. And probably Kirk. I like Kirk, but you take him away. I think you take away Sammy Watkins. I, I think then becomes Michael Gallup to me would be the option. AJ Green's just lingering out there. Yeah. Without knowing the, what's going on with him. To me, it's greener, greener Gallup. Um, it's really hard to answer this, not seeing Green back. And also the fact that Mari Cooper's hurt. Possibly. We don't know wh- how much. And if he is, Michael Gallup becomes a number one. I feel like I probably lean Michael Gallup actually. I, I think I'm I think I'm leaning Michael Gallup. Yeah, I I want to disagree just so we have more to talk about, but I'm I'm a Gallup fan. I I, I like what I've seen out of him. AJ Green is the lottery tick, but if I pick, but if I had to pick today, uh, I'm taking the upside. I'm taking the young guy that has proven that he can he can play and do something in that offense. Last week was not great, obviously, but he's been good. And um, there, I mean, there's a lot of young guys to like in that. Who are I guess who are the ones that you would have like you have no hope for? Because I'll be honest, I'm completely off of Watkins. Me too. I, uh, I know John William, Brown Mike, has been okay, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm off John. I don't think Mike Williams is going to put it all together. He, he's he's still intrigued. Him and Kirk are still intriguing, they are, but, but they're, they're yeah, third it, and fourth. It's not going to happen yet. And then Tyrell Williams is Tyrell Williams. He's just yeah, not, I'm just not. I'm not that interested. To him. He's it's, been he's been able to get a touchdown a game, yep. and that has saved him. But as soon as he doesn't get that, he is going to be not worth starting. Pretty much. So, yeah. and I can't imagine he's going to be able to score a touchdown a game because that would be ridiculous. Even though he's done it so far, so I mean, good for him. Yeah. So, all right, that's all our questions for this week. And one final thing: Did we jump the gun on DJ Chark Love last week, or are we okay yet? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not about to. Roll back on that quote. Yeah, I still like DJ Chark. I still like Minshew. They hit a buzzsaw. But let's be honest. I also have seen Mike Evans not get a catch. So DJ Chark was better than that, right? 17 targets the next week. I mean, he still got 4.3 points. He's number two overall wide receiver in standard. It is mind-blowing. Who would ever thought if this was going to be your top – I'll just do top 10 because it's really fun. And this is standard scoring, so it might not be exactly the same as the better uh, people, option. Yeah, the, the, people the better scoring out. option. Get my PPR. Number ten, out. Keaton Allen. No problem with that, obviously. Number nine, no one saw it coming. Terry McLaurin. Wow. Yeah. Then Julio. Then Mike Evans. Still, after everyone <laughs> was still worried about him. Still number there. seven. Yeah. Then you have Adam Thielen. You you wouldn't be surprised. Cooper Cup. Everyone would yeah. be like, I'm not that surprised, but good for him. And then it gets wacky. Well, I'm sorry, Michael Thomas. Yeah, uh, and everyone's fine with that. Then it goes Cooper, DJ Chark, Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin, number one, and by a lot, by the way. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, he's about to hit his bye, so that'll knock him down a little bit. But he has been freakishly good. I still think Mike Evans is better. I do, too. I think Mike Evans is just getting more of the attention yet. It's freeing up Godwin, which is great. But it's almost like, in a way, like, could Chris Godwin go out there and be the number one? We're almost kind of seeing this with Juju in a way. I know Juju is different because of the quarterback injuries, but it doesn't always mean you're just going to 
get more numbers, you know, better numbers. Having that number one to just take the attention away is great. And so as long as Chris Godwin is Mike Evans there, he's going to – they still – defenses, I think, defenses respect Mike Evans as the number one. But that doesn't – for fantasy purposes, it works out in Chris Godwin's favor. That's all that we care about. And so it's working out that way. Evans can be shut down more. Chris Godwin doesn't seem to be able to get shut down very much. He just doesn't it's, – it's working out. The only thing that could shut him down is Jameis. <laughs> right. And who would have who would have thought? I mean, he's still he's number ten. But if you have the number one wide receiver and the number seven in fantasy, and you're only the tenth best quarterback, you know that you're doing other stuff wrong. <laughs> Jameis. Uh, yeah. He's gonna probably join Marcus Mariota soon as a backup quarterback because Mar- Mariota just got benched for Tannehill next week. So officially. I mean that's still okay, that's an interesting like good that's dude, interesting but. to me. I was say not yet, but that Tannehill thing is interesting because makes I just I'm curious if Corey Davis has anything. This is going to show it in a way. If Corey Davis has another shot with a different quarterback, Corey Davis, AJ Brown, they could end up being interesting here. With an if Tannehill can play a little bit, it's just Tannehill. He's still he, he lost the Miami job. He's not great, but I'd like to see Corey Davis with another quarterback. Yeah, to me, Mariota and Tannehill are cut from the same cloth. As in underachieving, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're not – you can't throw them out there and been like, okay, we're going to try to win by doing a gunslinger thing. Literally, Tennessee, it feels like they're like, you go out there and then you just try not to make a mistake. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. And I feel like it's a bad way to play quarterback. But All right. That will do it for week seven ranking stock. We'll be back tomorrow with a bunch of your mailbag questions, but a bunch of trade questions and some point spread picks as well. Talk to you guys tomorrow.